peek into Congressman Scott Perry's texts and his efforts to try to overturn the 2020 election. And a price change is coming tomorrow for electricity and natural gas customers in Pennsylvania. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Thursday, November 30th. This is being recorded at 9.19 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories together. So let's get started. The price of electricity and natural gas for many Mid-State customers is changing tomorrow. Oliver Morrison with our partner WESA in Pittsburgh has the details. Utilities in Pennsylvania change their base price for electricity and natural gas seasonally, two to four times per year. Nils Hagen Fredrickson is a spokesperson for Pennsylvania's Public Utility Commission. The utilities several times a year are effectively... They're shopping in bulk. Right? They're going to Costco or Sam's Club to buy the energy that they're going to need for the next several months to support their non-shopping customers. And then that price gets passed along as what's known as the price to compare. Now, you can also shop around for a better price on the websites PAPowerSwitch.com and PAGasSwitch.com. Hagen Fredrickson says the start of winter is one of the most important times to reduce energy use because of all the additional heat needed in your home. Well, Pennsylvania is trying anew to help voters using mail-in ballots avoid mistakes that might get their ballot thrown out in 2024's presidential election and beyond. In a new directive, Governor Josh Shapiro's administration asked counties to start using a standard set of instructions for voters on how to complete mail-in ballots. Among other things, the state also wants counties to start using yellow inner secrecy envelopes and outer return envelopes with purple markings. The colors will help the Postal Service identify them. Shapiro's top election official, Secretary of State Al Schmidt, says some counties already use these approaches. A federal judge has dismissed a civil lawsuit against State College Borough and its police department in the killing of Osazi Osaji. Sydney Roach, with our partner WPSU and State College reports, the lawsuit sought to hold the borough and department accountable for his death. Chief Justice Brand says the court emphasizes with the family's loss, but that they're not entitled to wrongful death damages. Brand says the State College Police Department is, as the name suggests, a department of police officers, not mental health professionals. Osagi's father contacted police in March 2019 after getting text messages from Osagi, implying he was suicidal. His father said Osagi, a 29-year-old black man with mental health issues, was likely off his medications. Police say when they got to the scene, Osagi charged them with a knife. They then shot and killed him. The legal team representing Osagi's family says they are devastated by the decision and have not decided whether to file an appeal. So since the shooting, the State College Police Department hired a social worker to go with officers serving 302 mental health warrants. That's the same kind used in Osagi's case. The State College Borough Council created a community oversight board, but the chair of the board has told Spotlight PA its powers are limited and it can't actually discipline officers. Well, lawmakers are looking to extend and expand two automated speed enforcement programs, one on major highways across the state and one in Philadelphia. My colleague Ben Wasterstein reports they're talking about bringing the program to dangerous roads all across Pennsylvania. Ed Nielsen of Philadelphia is chair of the House Transportation Committee. He says speeding tickets aren't popular, but help save lives. We're elected to make hard decisions. This is one of those hard decisions that no one's going to like. 
include myself, but it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Nielsen is sponsoring legislation to extend and expand the automated speed enforcement program on Roosevelt Boulevard in Philadelphia across the city. It would also extend the automated work zone speed enforcement program that operates across the state. Automated cameras are credited with a 20% drop in fatalities and a 95% decrease in speeding on Roosevelt Boulevard. Nielsen hopes to pass the legislation before the General Assembly adjourns for the year on December 13th. As usual, I went through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania looking for stories to put on your radar because they cover issues that could impact you and your community in the future. So here's what you need to know. Unsealed records provide more insight into mid-state GOP Congressman Scott Perry's efforts to help former President Donald Trump remain in power despite losing the 2020 election. Politico reports a court opinion by the U.S. Court of Appeals was unsealed with records related to his attempts to prevent the federal government from accessing his cell phone that it seized last year. But the news organization reports the opinion appeared to have been removed from the court's public docket last night. An attorney for Perry criticized the release. The documents reveal communications between the congressman and others taking part in false claims that 2020 election was fraudulent, as well as Perry's efforts to have Jeff Clark named attorney general, even though then-President Donald Trump only had a few weeks remaining in his term. The congressman's phone was seized by the FBI in August 2022, and since then he's attempted to block prosecutors from accessing the files it contained. Now, the seizure was part of a federal investigation into Trump's post-election activities to try to stay in power by overturning the election results. Congressman Perry represents the 10th District, which encompasses Dauphin County and portions of Cumberland and York Counties. And a Lancaster County man is in stable condition after being shot in a confrontation with police. Our sister newsroom, LNP Lancaster Online, reports three Lancaster City police officers shot the unidentified man who was armed with a rifle after he refused orders to drop his gun early yesterday morning. The Lancaster County District Attorney's Office says the officers were responding to a domestic disturbance report in which the caller said the man was armed and had been shooting the rifle. The statement says body-worn camera footage of one of the officers Officers captures the man walking to the front yard of the residence and raising the weapon to a shooting position. The officers have been placed on administrative leave per department policy pending the investigation. District Attorney Heather Adams will investigate to determine whether the officers were justified or should be charged criminally. This is the second time this year city police officers shot someone. And just want to add something that I left out yesterday. I failed to mention after the sterile syringe story played from our partner WESA that Ed Mahan of Spotlight PA co-reported that story. I know Ed is a devoted listener, so my apologies, Ed. And just wanted to get it out there that he was part of that effort to report that story out. Now, the Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcast and on WITF's YouTube channel. And if you like what you hear, I ask that you share it with your friends and on your social media channels to let people know what this podcast is all about. Now, it's time for me to ask you what is the one song you are thinking about today. Let me know all about it on Twitter. I'm at TLambert895. You can also find me 
through that handle on Blue Sky if you are on that platform. And be sure to check out our Spotify playlist called The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, November 2023. And on this final day of the month, Tom Cochran's Life is a Highway is my pick for my song of the day. And that is going to do it for The Morning Agenda. It's a daily news podcast from WITF where the only agenda is you. I'm, of course, your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Be well. Enjoy the rest of this day. And we'll talk again tomorrow on the 1st of December.